sipping on my coffee. Welcome back. Season three, the Best of Rivals podcast. I believe this is uh, episode 67, correct? Yeah, yeah. I believe you. Yeah? I believe you. Hey, <laughs> good, good to see you, my friend. Yeah, Shake same, my same. hand, guy. Come on. Good That's to see a, you again. This is the hand of a trouble winner, by the way. Yeah, shouts to you. Shouts to you. Uh, that was last season. Okay. You guys got the trouble. Congrats. It doesn't it, matter, it, though. It's it's a pretty illustrious club, right? If I must say so myself. Yeah, it's only two teams. True. true you know, true. both from Manchester. True. Um, we got to have mutual respect in that, you know, for that alone. But everything else is pure disrespect. No, facts. Facts. Um, it's been a crazy, crazy offseason. I don't even know where we, like, where we start, honestly. Um, transfers. I mean, we could go to the drama. We could go to what happened 48 hours ago, which is Harry Kane, if you want Harry to. Harry Kane. I mean. What is there to talk about? Well, the guy didn't accomplish anything in the Premier League besides scoring goals. Empty okay, but that's a big deal. Hold on, hold on, Empty hold on. Empty stats. Hold on. Let's, you could let's say, be real. No could, titles at Tottenham. No major titles. You could say a similar thing about Alan Shearer, right? Like he, you know, didn't really win much, but he's, you know, 260 goals or whatever it is. But, you know, there is something about scoring goals that's valuable. But, yeah, what was our criticism? Our criticism of Harry Kane was the guy doesn't want to win. Now he goes to Bayern. And it seems lose. like he wants to win for me. And they lose. That was funny. They get smacked. No. That was funny. He has a chance to win mean, a trophy. doesn't mean anything, right? But, all right, Harry Kane. Let's, let's, let's talk about it really quickly. In the Premier League, season in, season out, He's producing. That's, that's the one, one number nine you can count on. He's getting you at least 20 goals. Yeah. Easily. You know, cashing them in. But my whole thing is, and it's any sport, what is the purpose of playing? You want to win. Yeah, correct. So if you're scoring goals that don't mean anything at the end of the day, I just can't respect it. And the thing that kills me about him is he had enough time in the Premier League to say, I want to win. Very true. We live in a society now where it's like you can jump ship and go go chase that ring, go chase that championship. But we also you live in that society where the criticism of that is, hey, stick with your team. Stick with your team. And, and, and he There's did. no more Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, Kobe Bryant anymore. It, like everyone's jumping ship. And that doesn't get respected. And now a guy wants to stay at his club and that's now getting disrespected. So are we as fans... We, you know, I'm just saying I, I would have respected this decision by him a little bit more if he went to a Manchester United or Liverpool. Oh, you biased. <laughs> no, 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 no. You heard what I said, though. Or Liverpool. or Liverpool. Okay, okay, okay. Him going to Bayern Munich in that ass of a league where they win every fucking year. I don't care, bro. You are hopping on a ship for real now. So when they win, it won't mean a thing to me because they did it before. Yeah, that, that you know, that's a great they point. They did it before. You, that's a great point, right? If Come we on, look man. at, if we, you know, we can talk about LeBron really quick. At the end of the day, he did go to that Miami team who hadn't won in some time. Yeah. And they won. Yeah. You know, that, that was not, that was the yes. whole, like, the stigma was stay with your team, stay with your team. Stay. He does the opposite. He goes. Bro. But, but the situation was they haven't won in a while. You're right. Bayern win, have won what? 11 in a row now? Yeah. Yeah. They, they won 11 in a row. Who's, it's not going to matter if Harry Kane's a guy who's, who's winning. For all my my um my TV watchers, you know people who love cinema, all that good stuff, right? I hope you've you've seen Entourage. It's one of my favorite shows on HBO. 
all-time classic. And there's a guy named Ari Gold. He's actually inspired by um, Ari Emanuel, Rahm Emanuel's brother, real-life agent. I, I kind of consider myself something like that. So my, my pitch to Harry Kane would have been like this. Hey, bro, you're English. You should want to stay in the league. You should want to at least get a title. I know of a club that's very prestigious and historical, that's in dire need of a striker right now, and they're really next up, Arsenal. They need a yep. number nine, a solidified number nine. And I don't know if you know, but he was at Arsenal before Tottenham. He's an Arsenal fan. Like, they, they don't talk about it, but he is. You stay in London, bro. You stay in London. I mean, on, the ta- Tottenham fans, are, like, easy, that's, that's the only team that I think Tottenham fans would hate him going to. And, and, and at that point, that's what I'm saying. You, you pull a Robin Van Persie. Yeah. You pull a Robin Van Persie and you'll get that title. And what did RVP do? He came to Man United and went crazy. Yeah. He got a title his first year. Thank you. I love you. Our legend. How, at the same time, though, you know, he wasn't in control t- uh, this season. He would have been in control next season. So if I was him, if we are talking about what you were saying, stay one more year at Tottenham, score another 20 goals, yeah. and then you're free. And, and, and let, me, let, me, let me be realistic as well, because like you just said, he is not in full control. We know he has that owner over there. Yeah, who's like Who the James? Who got Dolan a great deal, by the way? I think it was like 120 million. Oh yeah, they, they got some bread for him. They Crazy. denied the first one, the first bid for 100, mm-hmm. which I was like, hmm, okay. But you're pushing that that English tax, which yeah. is you know every every person. I think it's, I think it's phenomenal from from Daniel Levy. I'll be honest with you. I don't like the guy, but that was. I mean, you think that, think that was a good one. One year left on his deal. He's like 31 years old. That's dude. That's fantastic. Was that was that the most surprising thing that happened? I guess leading up to. The start of the season for you, or no, no, I wouldn't say most surprising simply because we knew he, he might go. Yeah, going to Bayern Munich was interesting. I didn't really have that on the cards. Okay, um, there's a lot more, I think there's a lot more signings that we could talk about that were just like, whoa, you know. So, I mean, do we even want to go into the whole Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, and how we talk? Like, there's oh, just so much we could get into, a- absolutely. When it comes to Messi, I love talking about the GOAT. <laughs> the GOAT. <laughs> um, nah, man. Let, yeah, let's talk about it. They were a, another club. When I say they, PSG. Um, Joke. Joke of a club. Going into the season, it was them and Man City. like And Madrid, obviously. They're always there. Yeah. But like they they, they should win the, the title. Yeah. You know? They're the favorites. Champions League. Yeah, yeah. PSG went out like straight sheep. And when that happened, you saw the domino effect. You know, Messi said, I'm getting out of there. I'm done. Yeah. You know, uh, Mbappe's always, every year. Drama queen. Dra- drama queen. I don't know what he's doing at this point now. I'm, I'm a little confused. Are you are you trying to say that you control everything, you know? Um, well, it looks like he does. Your, your needs. <laughs> and I, I think PSG kind of are because you see, they leave him, you no, know, they keep him away from the first team. He's not practicing. He's not doing team activities. And then they, they lose or didn't score. And then they reverse the decision. Reverse decision. Yeah. We need you. We don't want to pay you, let you sit out and do nothing. Yeah. And get your way. We need you. But it's like, he at the end of the day, he's like, yes. Well, this is I what mean, I want. I mean, the problem is PSG. You know, you oh, did this to yourself. They're, they're terrible. When, when people talk about the oil giants and all that and spending money, PS, PSG has everyone beat, bro. Yeah. I, I, when they assembled that team with um, Sergio Ramos... Messi, Mbappe, yep. Neymar. That was abs- That was like disgusting. 
And I was like, I hope this team fails. You know, me, He's a million guys that they got. A million guys that they got. Mendez. Ridiculous. And they didn't do a thing. They killed it in the, the French League, which we know is a joke. But then when it came to the Champions League, nothing happened. As usual. And that's the entire reason that they make those teams. Yeah. You know? So. And, and so this this whole, you know, yeah, we're, we, we live in America. We're in the United States. And Messi's in the MLS right now. Yeah. And it's going crazy. He's scoring goals. It's kind of fun to watch. Or at least the highlights. I'm not watching the games. Yes, but this is also to me, like, let let's let's not brush over what just happened. You just came from PSG, a giant, and they're right, right? Yeah, yeah. And you didn't accomplish anything, and you went to MLS, and now you're killing and you're the goat. That that is a mockery. That's similar to Ronaldo's story, no? Yes, but I'm not putting Ronaldo like, you know, saying like, oh, this is amazing. He should be Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing... No, he's in the Saudi Arabia League. Yeah, I will go over there and go crazy too. <laughs> like, come on now. Let's be real. And yeah. Messi is doing that MLS. You get on it's an ass of a league. You get on a roster, We're going crazy over right now. Let's be serious, bro. Shouts to him for killing. He's a master of his craft. We know that. We get that. Who's but gassing Messi, though? The, the U.S. fans, maybe. You said what? Who's gassing Messi? Oh, ESPN. Are we act like it's, they're it's, credible? It's the it's the biggest joking company in joking. the world, right? Yeah, but, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. That agenda, that PR, bro. It's it's gonna lead to something, and we're gonna talk about it. But I I know what this is leading to with with Messi, okay. and I'm I'm not I'm not just gonna you know stay on him. Obviously, we have other people as as well. Um, Neymar, drama queen. You yeah. know, that's been the story of his. Would you take him at United right now? So I actually thought about this. Oh, when, here we go. You no, go from hey not him to maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, listen. A drama queen and then the quality of the player are two different things. True, true. So hear me out. I, I thought about this when, you know, I think it was really hot early June. You know, it was the rumor mill. Neymar may be trying to come to Man United. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole thing. Or Chelsea. Or Chelsea. And I'm thinking, I'm like, damn. That low-key might be nice as hell, and I'm going to tell you why. Neymar is a yes man. Well, he he needs yes men around him. Yeah. He needs to feel comfortable. He's a baby. He's a, a privileged kid. Not privileged, but he grew up in the limelight as a star, the golden boy from Brazil. Yeah. Flashy, always in the cameras, right? He needs some, you know, something that make him feel at home. I don't think he really had that at PSG, which is why it didn't work. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he was kind of the third wheel in a lot of ways, yes. at least popularity-wise, right. which is crazy for Neymar. You come to Man United, and what do we have? You're the guy. Huh? If, if he comes to Man United, he's the guy. He's the guy, but not not that. I think you're not realizing the, the fact that we have so many of his homies and the language, mm-hmm. Portuguese and Brazil, bro. I mean, you love bringing that up. Yeah, it's true, though. It's true. Casemiro, it's true. Anthony. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Dallo, Bruno Fernandes, they all speak Portuguese. Yep. Like this is something that I'm telling you, you're when you're on the pitch, that that means a lot. So, I, I would have loved um, for Neymar to came to United, but I think I think that, I think he would have if they didn't sell Fred. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was the yeah, exciting it's, factor. It's funny, right but I, Fred could be. I heard he's a phenomenal guy, and he's always on a Brazil Brazilian national team. I don't think anybody hates Fred. No one hates Fred, so I think you. <laughs> nah, you're not the point. But um. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I don't I don't know about like what's going to happen with their careers. Um, when I say them, I mean Neymar and Mbappe. Yeah. Obviously, Messi's doing his thing in MLS right now. Um, but Mbappe, 
you know, everyone's just waiting for him to leave for Madrid. Yep. It just seems that way. Yep. And then Neymar, I mean, I, I do kind of like the option of him going back to Barcelona, possibly. I'm, here, I'm, hearing, Sa- I'm hearing Saudi's almost done. Really? I'm hearing Saudi is almost done. Yep. Neymar and Saudi. But he's, At you know, he, of, of his, like, I get Ronaldo, Benzema. He's not that young, though, bro. Saudi Omane. I see, I see why they all went to yeah. Saudi, you know, Arabia. They're getting their bread right now. Neymar, I feel like you have a couple more years, a few more years to. I think, how old is Neymar? I think, I feel like 31, he's. 31, 32? 31, 32. He's 31, bro. 31. That's, that, that's, that's, he's still in his prime right now. Bro, he doesn't Neymar more, feel like he's like 27? Yes, he does. Yeah. You know, he's been around he's for been so around long, but long I feel time. like he's so much younger than like Ronaldo or like I feel like that's not even that's crazy. Thirty one going to Saudi. Yeah. That's that you know what? You know what? Nah. Now you say that that's kind of messed up. That's messed up, bro. And like come on, let's be real. At one point it was Ronaldo, Messi, and maybe Neymar. Yeah. That was the conversation. That was the three. That was the three. This boy is cold. Like it was the debates I had growing up in high school was Eden Hazard or Neymar at yeah. one point. It, it was he's that good and he's won he's won well i mean i think we all know what messed up is going to psg why go to psg i mean bro we didn't talk about neymar after psg because i think neymar he tweaked he felt like he he peaked essentially he won everything yeah. that barcelona team that he had them you know winning the champions league going yeah. crazy in la liga that that for him was like i, I did everything so he so went he, for the money he feels solidified at this point you can tell, bro. Besides international, it's like, yeah. Yep, exactly. And that would be the ice on the cake for him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's how I feel about that trio. Disappointment. It, it, it's sad in a lot of ways because it's, it's almost like a waste of a career, that, that part of your career, going to PSG. But bro, we knew this from the beginning. That's not a team. That's not a team. No one cares. I, I'm trying to think, is there an equivalent in, in the sports world? Um, and I would love for our viewers and listeners to chime oh, in. Oh, oh, oh. Brooklyn Nets when they got the Celtics. Guys, really? Yeah, that's true. Thing, hundred percent. Nah, no, 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 no. I'm talking not... about Paul Pierce, KG. When they, when they, because here's the thing: they brought over the. They thought, okay, we're gonna sell our entire future in return for these stars who, at that point, were pretty much washed up. And, and the whole, the whole promise was, we're gonna bring this team to the finals, yada yada yada. And it's the biggest disappointment. And they've essentially never recovered from that. And I think PSG's going to be the same way, by the way. Uh, to me, I hear you. I, I think that that is a, in terms of like looking at it from the, the grand scheme of things, yeah. how it affects everything. I'm definitely not comparing an old Paul Pierce to right. Lionel Messi. No, 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 no. I was going more terms, I mean, going more with the, in the realm of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie. Kyrie. Same, so it's pretty much the same thing. You know what I mean? Pretty much the same um, thing. Yep. A lot of egos in play. A well, lot of stuff didn't happen because people didn't want to play. Their or, dynamic you know? is very similar. Yes, yes you're right. Um, and that, to me, you know, was just a team that that should have won something, could have won something. But didn't win. But I didn't mean, win anything. their stint was so short, but you're right. PSG's was, stint was pretty short as well. Yeah. So, what, two years? Two, three years? So like two, year, two, three years with all of them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then this, this Moises fiasco. What, what's going on with that, bro? Yeah, I mean. He wants to go to Chelsea. He's made that clear as day. Liverpool, I thought was hilarious. Bro. Ha ha, laugh at you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so, the reason he wants to go to Chelsea is money. Apparently, they're going to pay him more. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought Liverpool was going to pay him more. That was the original thing, and he denied him and said, no, I, I agree to personal terms with Chelsea regardless. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah, so, no, well, his whole thing is like, 
Chelsea's going to pay me more. Mm. You know, mm. that was the whole thing. That, that that's why I wanted. So okay. what Moises Casado has done over the last nine months or so is with Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. It's just like yo, whoever pays me the most money, I'm going. That's what he said. And you know, I guess we can respect it in so, in some ways, but there's no way. Liverpool bid the highest bid, Brighton accept, and you don't go to Liverpool. You have an, you're going to be in the Champions League next season. You're going to be playing next to McAllister, who you played with for the last season and a half. Yeah. You're going to be starting every single game. Yeah. Or you go to Chelsea, where it's a complete you-know-what show. I, I mean, to me personally, I think the guy was... Well, he is in the greatest, you know, choice you could possibly be in. Yeah. You have Chelsea and Liverpool buying for your, you know, services, right? Both, I think, are on, they're right there to, you know, that close to yeah. challenging. They're sending, they're sending. You know, yeah. um, I think obviously the better, better uh, option for him would have been going to Liverpool. From a football standpoint. Yeah, just you put him into that system that's already kind of, they have a sense of direction, identity. Yeah, they literally they just need one more midfielder, and that's him. Yep. That'd Put them him. in there, bro. Oh, they're, they're cooking. But then I'm looking at Chelsea, and I don't want to fast forward, but, you know, I watched the game today between them and Liverpool. And, bro, compared to last season, like, it was a 1-1 game. Chelsea had a lot of 1-1 games last season. But when you yeah. watch – this is why numbers don't tell you the full story, people. So watch the game, please. The way they were performing was just different. Yeah. They, they, they were moving fluently, bro. Enzo, I'm sorry. You cold. <laughs> you think so? Well, I mean, we, he, we've known that. I mean, we, 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 we saw it, but that game, bro, the, the dude to me looks like a, a young Casemiro. Um, oh, God. Bro, bro. He's he's nasty on the ball. Like, he's tenacious, right? Yeah. But then his passing is crazy. His passing's good. It's crazy, bro. So, I mean, he does everything you want in the midfielder. You know? he he's a, His work rate is crazy. So, and I yeah. saw it against... Uh, a tough Liverpool team, you know? This isn't, you know, you're playing um, Burnley yeah, first yeah. game. Yeah. This is Liverpool and Chelsea. A very, very tough environment in London where those fans are just nutcases. Crazy. Yeah. You know? The dude was like, he's balling, in my opinion. And I was hard on him last is, season. Is that an example of like, yo, let's not judge any of the Chelsea players based off last season? Because... It was it was a shit show. You had yeah. Graham Potter and that motherfucker fucking it up. Like, yeah. Come on, bro. Tweaking. Yeah. Frank came in, tried to do some shit. He can't do shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, with Pochettino in now, you have to assume that those young players are going to get exponentially better. They will. You so, you don't like Poch, and I told you. This I don't my, dislike Poch. That was my guy. I don't dislike him. I just don't... A lot of times he was... I mean, in the, re- in the last maybe three years or so, he's been mentioned with, you know, as an elite manager. I just don't see that. You crazy. He's not an elite manager. That man made single handedly made Tottenham a relevant team without winning a fucking title. Agreed, but like again, you can't. That, I, we can't hold on, hold on. How can you say someone's elite if they've never won? I mean, he what he won a cup with uh, with PSG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like he won like I mean, the league title and shit with PSG. All that. Right? Did he win? The, I don't think he won the league. I'm that pretty year. sure he won the league. I bro. don't think he won the league no? that all year, right. bro. We're gonna. Hold on. Yeah, uh, I, I have to check. check. Right I, I'm pretty sure Renz won the league that I, year, bro. Ain't no damn way that PSG lost while he was exactly. there as, as manager. Exactly. Um, damn, Poach, don't tell me you, you went out like Pochettino. that, bro. Pochettino. But no, I personally Trophies. think he's a, a phenomenal manager, bro. Uh, he had a, a really good Spurs team that, sh- that should have won something probably. 
But then again, shit, it's the Spurs. It's, the, it's like the Clippers. It's only so yeah. much you can do as a coach when they just a shit show. Well, listen, he's he's obviously, yeah, he's, I mean, he's obviously gonna make him better. I mean, it's interesting, right? I mean, maybe we can talk about this now. We see City are gonna be back. Man, you've stocked up. Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal are gonna go again. Newcastle, Newcastle, don't Tottenham, and then who? A team who I watched on the weekend. Brighton is so good still. Let me tell you this: Brighton have got rid of their starting goalkeeper, one of their starting defenders. And two of their starting midfielders, and they don't look like they've. It literally doesn't look like the team's changed. Because they probably have like I don't know if it's a term in football, but I'm bringing it to it. I'm gonna pioneer some things. Um, and, and in the U.S., we have a farmhouse, you know, a farm system. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Brighton has the best farm system in football. Yeah, they produce the best young talent. They just produce, and yep. then they sell them. They make money, and they do it again. And they got a system. And it's phenomenal. It really is. I mean, bro, I'm looking at the team like the team is so good. Yeah, so yeah. good. They're yeah, they're good. Um, Brighton's gonna be mid level team still, but they're gonna give you a tough tough I think, outing. I think they're guaranteed top eight. I think there's a real chance that they got top six. Real chance because you gotta think. About I feel it. like we say this every year with them. They 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 make they some did. noise they early did. on, and they then did. they they drop off. But they made it to Europa League. No, no, no. They made it to Europa League. They're chilling. They're chilling. We'll see. It's gonna be a tough this 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 season right here is like I can't really pinpoint. I mean, obviously, Man City's Man City. I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about oh, it. Oh yeah, let's get into predictions. it. predictions. So let's start with relegation. Start with relegation. I think Everton have not done enough in that summer to guarantee oh, they, staying. They were up. terrible this weekend. Yeah, like, and, and here's the thing: still no striker. Calvert Lewin, not even on the bench. What is? The guy is the worst athlete, professional athlete of all time. It's it's incredible, right? I mean, he doesn't even play. Catching strays, God damn. It's not my <laughs> fault. Play, bro. Like how injured you're injured every time you step out step outside. It's ridiculous, bro. Um, so I think Everton's going to go down. I don't think they've done enough. Um, I pro- they're probably going to lose some players in January as well. Uh, I've got Luton going down 100. Yeah, Luton's going down. At the end, I mean, I watched him play. Listen. They try. They have a decent striker, but it's a different level, baby. It's a different level. They're not ready. And then honestly, it might just be Sheffield United because I mean, just look at their team. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. not much else to say. Just like I think Bournemouth is going to progress. I think Nottingham Forest is going to get better. I think Forest is going to get better. For yeah, real, for real. exactly. So you kind of look at it like, yo, a lot of the teams that came up are just come right back down. I'm looking at it right now, bro. It's it's not it's not good. I mean, I could see maybe Burnley. Uh, no, 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 no. Burnley's staying up. Vincent Company manager, great young players. Nah, Burnley's staying up. Trust. Trust. He did have a really good statement after the first game against City. They lost 3-0. What did he say? What did he say? He just basically said, um, you know, compared to like where we came from last season, uh, I know we're going to be way better. We're going to get better from here. Yeah. And he said, you know, it's probably going to be like the worst we lose to Man City. I'm like, that's a crazy mentality to have, but I like it. That's how you start something. He's a smart guy. He's yeah, a smart. I mean, he's a pep disciple, somewhat. But you to know. some, yeah, to some um, degree, yeah. Yeah, but he's going That's a good solid point. Um, maybe I am being a little bit too uh, premature. Burnley staying up. Uh, I can almost guarantee. Tough, man. I'm, I'm looking at at this list, and we got a lot of teams who show last season they they can make some noise. Um, I mean, teams like Brentford, teams like Fulham, they're not going to go down. Okay, I, I I could see Everton. 
Maybe Everton, which maybe crazy, Wolves. Which would be crazy. Because we, remember, we were talking about that last season, them possibly getting relegated and how it would be historical. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, up, right? They haven't done enough. They're, In my opinion, they're going to be bottom five for pretty much the entire season. Damn. Pretty much. So I get yeah, Everton, um, probably Sheffield. And then Luton. Luton. L- Luton's, yeah. Okay, Luton's a guarantee. That's kind of like Southampton last year, you know? <laughs> like the entire season, we're like, yeah, they're going down. You know? Uh, Crystal no, Palace is the other one. They, they, you know, they might, right? Bring bringing up, um, we, we brought up Manchester City. I, I got to ask you a question. The parade's over. Yeah, it, it's time to be real now. Yeah, you, you had too much champagne. You and Holland, <laughs> I saw y'all in England going crazy. Now it's time to go to jail. Okay, yeah, it. it's it's let's, let's wake up now. You lost your leader. Don't say leader. He was your leader. One of our leaders. And he was your leader. Your One heart and soul. When you needed to go, who was giving it to you? I mean, Gundogan Tappen. W. Yeah. Right. He's gone now. KDB has shown the past two seasons that that body is wearing down. In the he, finals and yeah. major games, he's breaking down. Yeah. That's also your leader, too. Yep. Who's going to be that, that, that guy that wakes up this team? Because, like, three zeros against Burnley... They're supposed to happen. Yeah. But when you got that game against Liverpool and Chelsea and Manchester United, who's going to be that guy? Uh, no, He's but, not playing Phil Foden enough we, in my Hold opinion. on. We've always, you know, we've always had leaders. I mean, I, I don't think leadership's going to be an issue. No, nah, you're crazy, bro. No. I, I think you're Kyle tripping, Walker. Bro. Hold on. Kyle Walker, Ruben Diaz. What are you talking about? Like, they are, there are two captains along with Kevin De Bruyne. Bernardo Silva's know, been there forever. Listen, come on, Rodri's Rodri's been there for as, a long time now. As a football mind... As a sports mind, you know, there's two types of different leaders. Obviously, you have, right, Rodri's a leader. We've yes. never had the Bar- we never had the Roy Keane leader. We've never had that after Vincent Company. I agree. We've never had that. We get it. Rodri's a leader that can be, right? Kyle Walker's a leader that can be, right? 100%. But when your offense and your attacking isn't producing enough and creating and someone has to go get it or wake everybody up, Who's gonna be that guy? Cal Phil, Walker isn't doing it. Phil's Phil. Okay, but that's that's this is leadership. Phil's the guy though. Phil's the and, no, and, no, hold and, on. And, so I, I think Phil can be that guy, but the crazy part is we're having this discussion of who's the best winger, and Phil Foden's a little weird. He can play a little all over the place, but I think he was playing in the middle right against Burnley, and it was beautiful to watch. Yeah, but it's it's this discussion: who's the best winger in the, in the world right now, or Premier League, however you want to put it. And I'm hearing soccer a lot, and I'm like, y'all fucking tweaking. Stop it. Over because who's, one, you're on. not going to who's, who's over him, though, in the, in Mo the Salah. Mo Salah is still the best okay, winger. So. I saw it today. He's been showing y'all since the last six, seven seasons. Like, Saka has done his stuff, like, two couple seasons then, now. Uh, nah. Three seasons. Three seasons and he's been ha- doing. Has it been to the extent, like, Mo Salah has? No, of course Thank not. you. So, like, why are we having this discussion, bro? I'm not having the discussion. You brought saying, it up. <laughs> you're thinking. You're thinking, like, oh, like, who's over um, Saka? No, I was just asking the question. I agree that Salah's over. But then Foden should be in that discussion as well. That, that's my whole point. But I this. never view him as a winger. I I can't. He's a midfielder in your opinion? I've watched it. I, bro, I watched his very first game. The guy is not a winger. But he plays can, wing sometimes. Can, You're right. You can kill it on a wing. But he's that great. Bro, in the middle, that's his position. He's he's phenomenal. So, so you're banking on Phil Foden to be that guy that wakes you guys up. Oh, yeah. Up so, so last season, there was a lot of rotation going on. Phil Foden's going to be not maybe not first, maybe not second, but probably like fourth on the team sheet. Okay. Every single week. Yeah. 
every single week. Um, I, I mean, I am a Manchester United fan, but I have always displayed and shown my love for Phil Foden. I think that kid is fucking amazing. Um, to me, like, there were there were two two um two young boys coming up in the England England um English system that were really really good, and uh, I think they were putting the world on notice. But I don't know. I, I don't think they um really fit into the standards of what England wanted in players and um for national team national team yeah. and Phil Foden was one of them. Yeah. And then it was his boy. I don't know if they're still boys, but Mason Greenwood, and we saw. Oh, yeah. That ass went yeah. both got on the national team. Southgate kind of smacked their ass, put them in line. Yeah, and I think that's what you're seeing with Phil Foden right now with Pep. Gar- um, Pep, you know, Pep is like he he needs a certain way, and Phil Foden has kind of shown over time that like he is a, a free flowing, um, a little reckless. Uh, he is he a little is, a little bit, I, but like I love though, it's like sometimes you gotta let that boy shine, and I feel like yeah. Pep's not let him shine. Southgate won't let him shine. Oh yeah, because he to me. There shouldn't be a discussion of like who's the best youngster on an English team. It is Phil Foden, guaranteed. It is. No, here's the thing. But they're gonna say soccer because Hold on. who's produced more? The reality is soccer, right? And the that's reality what I'm saying, is soccer. But he's been given the opportunity more. Of course, Foden. That's Bro, the story. Soccer has been career. relied upon since like 18 years old. It's crazy. And, and, and Foden's been brought from good now, good potential to right. honestly going to world. Class. He's going to be a world class player. So there may be some things that we're not seeing behind the scenes. That's te- cause like if, if- but Pep does this all the time, bro. I mean, think about think about all, bro. Mares, we considered Mares a top winger in the league. Hell yeah, he barely even played him last season, and now he's gone. So it, we can't be looking at like, okay, Pep's not playing him, therefore he's but misbehaving or something. My, my, like my thing is though, Mares was killing at Leicester, right? Yeah, going absolutely stupid. We we saw who he was as a player. He won, won the Premier League, right? Starting every fucking game, he's going crazy. Pep is not doing that with Phil. Cannot grow as a player. He's been playing at Man City, and he's not playing at Man City. Like, what are we doing here? Let this yeah. kid... Sh- he's not 26. He's not 27. He's like 20 fucking two. Yeah. 21 years old. So, he okay, can't so, grow so, as a player. So you're saying basically just play him every game? He should be playing. And I think at this point, he will be. So I don't think there's a yeah, problem. Like, if KDB's on the field every... Like, if he's if he's healthy, KDB's on the field, Phil Foden should be in that I, same boat. I agree. I agree. He's no, that, I, and I, again, I think that's going to happen. What, what made me think that is in the Community Shield, both Phil and Kevin came on in the second half. That sort of told me that, okay, those are our two players. Yeah. In my mind, those are the two players that are going to be playing the vast majority of the games this season. Like, to me, why is – um, and this is what I'm saying. I don't think Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood fit into like that English standard because why is Jack Grealish always fucking starting when he wasn't producing like that, right? Well, not we didn't start against Burnley. Um, Harry Maguire, you know, we know what he did with Man United. Fucking terrible, but he's yeah. always on that pitch for some strange reason. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, but that's you see what I'm saying. Okay. These Agreed. are these are like the the, the hierarchy of. You could say the same thing with Ivan Tony. You could say you, there's a bunch of players. James Madison. There's a bunch of it's players. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, it's politics in, in English football for real, for real. Now. Ben White, it. another one. Yeah, hundred percent. You could say Alexander Arnold's another one. You, bro. Uh, but yeah. again, yeah. but that that's that's comp that's lack of competence from Southgate. I don't think we should look at like okay, he's not playing Foden. Like he doesn't know how to use Foden. Which like he doesn't know how to use Foden, bro. You know what I mean? You, that that toy, you know how to like. Come on, I don't want to play man. with that. Come on, it's pretty. By the way, it's pretty easy. Play him in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> let, him, let him create. Like, yeah, let him create. That's what I'm saying. You can't. You can't. Um, try to suppress 
a talent like that. You got to let that shit And shine. I don't think Pep is. I want, bro, trust me. Yeah. I want Foden to play every game. Yeah. But I don't, I think now is the time where he's going to rely on Phil Foden. Yeah. Either on the wing or in the yeah. middle every single game. You know what's crazy? I, I am, I'm a little bit more confident in seeing Rico fucking Lewis's name on that sheet more than Phil Foden. You know what? <laughs> and that's listen, 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 I don't agree, <laughs> but that's so funny that you said that because I'm thinking about, yo. Rico played a lot of games last season. Bro, and he started. This, and he started awesome, today. Right? Uh, but to be, to be fair, that was one of the worst games I've seen him play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you know, this is the weird thing, right? I mean, we're starting. You know, is this a transition period for Manchester City? Because we are starting to rely on some of the younger players. You know, Cole Palmer had the great goal in the community shield. We feel about him maybe leaving too, possibly. But I, don't I think he's staying. I think he's staying. Because we didn't replace Mars yet. Exactly. Um, yeah, Phil. Rico, I think we have a we just got Vardial who's 22, 23 maybe. Uh, uh, Kovacic when he was really really good, um, really really good. Good signing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I, w- I wasn't doubting that signing at all, and people were kind of like, why why would you? He's a system player. He's a system player. He's bro. A, here's my only issue with him, bro. You're not that guy. Be a system player, and you'll be eight out of ten every game. But the times where he tries to do more than he's capable of, that's the issue with Kovacic. And that's why I was like, 27 million for Kovacic? You know, but all that tells me is, yo, Calvin Phillips is not in the question for playing a game. He, Calvin Phillips will play less I, than I he played. I forgot he was on your team. I'm not going to lie to you. Isn't that crazy? That's we, a damn shame. We got a replacement and he didn't even leave. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's embarrassing. And I guarantee you, Southie's going to pick him too. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, all these guys, they, I don't know, if it's some. But yeah, to an- answer your original question, yeah, I mean, bro, sure, Gundogan gone, sure, Mara's gone, Laporte's probably going to go now, but bro, I think we're chilling. I think we, I think we're chilling. Okay. We do have to rely on Rico. Yeah. We do have to rely on Cole Palmer, you know. But I think we're chilling. Bernardo's still here, which is crazy. So. Yeah, I, I got to give it to Bernardo, man. I think he just loves Pep, honestly. Uh, oh, I think he's no, I think he wanted to go. I think he wanted to go. But we couldn't replace him at, at this point. And have you heard? We're trying to get Pesquetta from West Ham. But yeah. wait, hear me, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Didn't I just see, I think Fab was tweeting about this. Um, Elise? No, Cancelo going to Barcelona. Oh, yeah, that's almost done. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got Cancelo going to Barcelona. Yeah. They, they could definitely work on that Bernardo Silva going. No, I'm saying we're not letting him go. Okay. We're not letting him okay. go because, we, again, we, we can't replace him. That's our issue. We, we can't replace him. So Bernardo wants to leave. We said can't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's good for you guys. Oh, yeah. I'm listening. I, you don't want to lose that. I'm fine if he wants to go. We 100% would need a replacement. And, uh, you know, is Kovacic going to replace both Gundogan and Bernardo? That's tough. That's tough. Um, I mean, in terms of scoring goals, you're not really, I think you're worrying. And that, that's not an issue at all because, uh, Holland just picked up where he left off last season. Could, could, should have probably got a hat trick if, uh, Phil passed that one. Yeah. Dude, he, he, this, this, this dude, no, like, let's, let's talk about it again. He's nuts. Are, are, are people really taking in what we're seeing right now? And looking at the numbers and the eye tests, yeah. 
this dude is doing things that just haven't been done, at least in my time. Ever. Ever. Um, and he's winning. Yeah. You know, his resume right now is crazy. First That's season in the Premier League. Season. Premier League. Uh, FA Cup. Champions League. First season. And leading goal scorer of all time. And how old is he? 23? 22. 22, 23. Maybe 23. And w- I think we have uh, that big um event coming up in October. Oh, yeah. Bow. What do you call it, Jay? Ballon d'Or? Ballon d'Or. <laughs> we got that big event coming up. Yeah. And and no one's talking about it because I think we kind of know where the media is going to, you know, put their claims in. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone kind of knows. And they're going to call me a hater. You know how they do me when I, when I speak my truth and my peace. But there should be no discussion on who's the Ballon d'Or winner, in my opinion. It's got to be Holland, right? It has to be Holland because this discussion has been something that we talked about the last, you know, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. And everything that's factored in with that, this guy has basically done. Yep. He's won. There's no way of determining this, but in a majority sense, he's won the best league in the world. 100%. The then he just won... The one league where it's everyone involved as well. Yeah. He's the leading goal scorer, I'm pretty sure, of both of those leagues. Yeah. And he got another title as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- there's no question, right? But obviously, they're going to look at Messi's World Cup. And the reality is Messi played well in the World Cup. We can't deny that. He played well. But, and, and, and this is where I'm just like, are we on two different... Like, I don't know, playing fields or something, or just like we're not thinking the same because the World Cup is an event, and I get it, it's the World Cup, it happens every four years, it's yeah, so yeah, special, yeah. it's glory. Ah, right. It is an event that takes place for what? Three weeks? Correct. Three to four weeks. Three to four weeks, yep. So you're gonna tell me that that three to four week period of time where Messi won a World Cup outweighs that outweighs yeah, yeah. a Whole season in the Premier League, a whole season in the Champions League, yeah, and a whole season in the FA Cup. Uh, I mean, we all know it shouldn't, and bro. You, you speak, you speaking nothing but facts right now. What? But the only, the only thing that would go against, or sorry, go for Messi, is the fact that the World Cup is the biggest and best tournament in all the sports. Period. It just is. If we look at numbers, if we look at excitement, if we look at you know, how it's global, like bro, it's the best. Winning the best thing, I get it. You 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 know you won the best, but tell me what he did for PSG. Some goals, sure, but out out early in the in the Champions League. Did they win the league? Yeah, but they always win the league. And 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 that's that's kind of my point. If Messi, like yes, he won the the World Cup, right? But just like we had this discussion starting off this podcast about how PSG. They fumbled a bag hard, terribly yeah. last season, and no one's talking about it. And then he wins the World Cup, and it's like, ah, oh, he had the best season. Forget everything else he did. I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. Agree. It, it doesn't work like that, guys. So let, let's cut it out. And by let's, the way, let's bring it back. By the way, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't even know who I'd have as number two, but I wouldn't have Messi as number two either. So I, I, I think he's not miles away from Ballon d'Or, but I, I, he can't be that close. Damn, I'm trying to think who would be number two. I, I 
probably someone in the La Liga, maybe. I mean, you could also talk about Austin Men, potentially. Ah. Uh, potentially. Potentially. I mean, could, bro, I mean they, listen, they, they won the league. Napoli won in the, in the league. That's, Champions yeah. League. That, that's actually a valid one. Uh, I was, I'm, I was going to say I do think Messi has a case at number two because if yeah. you win a World Cup, like, I'm not going to discredit that. Yes, it's the biggest, you know, tournament possibly in the world, but then, right? But then we could literally, if we talk about winning, bro, Alvarez won four World Cup, Premier League, FA Cup, Champions League. But see, this, this is where, like, that whole, that Robert Horry is the best basketball player of all time argument comes in. Agreed, agreed. However, yeah. Robert Horry started, and I get it, he started these games for the most part, some, some off the bench. Alvarez was pretty key to the World Cup. He was pretty key to every, all those all those wins, to be honest with you. He was pretty key. Like, I don't know. That's, like it's that's, like that's it's, it's it's better than Robert Ori, but yes, it's not like he was the guy. Yeah, he wasn't the guy. Man, it's it's gonna be interesting though. So I think it's gonna ramp up uh, pretty quickly with the uh, um just the PR and everything. With who's yeah. gonna be uh, the top three? And, and to be, I mean, you know, you know me, bro. I don't, you know, I don't, I really don't care about this. I mean, oh, Kevin, Kevin might be in there. I don't think so, I don't think he had a great season, but yeah. I mean, um, I mean that I think we, prior to. The season ending, um, you know, last season, whatever, uh, we talked about, you know, this same conversation, yeah. and it was KDB or Holland should win Ballon d'Or yeah. over yeah, Messi yeah. because they won Premier League and Champions League. Yep. That was right before KDB, KDB went down again in the final. So that, to me, took away from his Ballon d'Or conversation again. Yeah. Why? Because, like, it's like, I damn, mean, the same thing happened again, bro. Cool, but, I mean... I like Holland, but where was Holland in that final? I mean, he might as well not have been playing. Let's let's keep it right, real. Right, 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 he didn't right, play well. Right. And I hear that, but it's like, damn, didn't he have the most goals in the Champions League? So who got him to that point? I, like I see what you're saying, but it's I like agree, they, but they you, 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 I agree, but you can't say KDB didn't get him to that point either. Was he the leading assist? I don't know. That's he, was about. I'm, he, I'm, was, I'm, he was good. He was good. Like, if, if you are leading, I bro, I'm with you. I'm no, with no, you. No, yeah, I'm I, with I, you. I get you. I get you. I mean, you got the Arsenal fans probably say Odegaard or something like that. Remember that? Oh my god. They were going crazy. I mean, at one no, point, on. I did say he was the best, like, you know, Premier League player. He you was gassed, hot. He was hot. You gassed a little bit. But listen, <laughs> hey, bro, I mean, even the whole Rashford thing. 16 goals. Uh, yeah. Come on. Uh, you you want to talk about Man United? I think this was enough of that, that Holland Ballon d'Or. I'm not done yet, though. I'm not done yet because Messi, Pete, FC, whatever oh, I want to we'll, call you. We'll have a lot of Pessy, time to talk about whatever. it. Whatever. You guys are frauds. Pessy. <laughs> and I'm coming for you. Um. Yes, let's talk. Let's talk, Man United. I mean, I'm, I mean, maybe I'm asking you the questions here. Um, a lot of movement, a lot of movement in, in the summer, Ooh. right? So, Ooh. I mean, listen, you've got some big signings. Talk to me. Most important signing for you guys this summer is Onana. And I think you're. I knew you're going to say that. Yeah. But tell me why? Because over the last two seasons, yeah. In my opinion, David De Gea has got. So much, in my opinion, unwarranted criticism. I'll tell you why. There's a lot of problems at Manchester United. He was never the biggest one. Facts. He was never the biggest one. You know, that's my that's my my goal goalkeeper. I mean, like just favorite wise. I know he's not the yeah. best, but like yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. David, that's my boy. However, I think what we know about Anana, whether you watched him in, in in the Champions League final, if you've watched him previously, which I have for sure. Ix enter. Yep. He is. I mean, bro. You're now going to see how I feel about Ederson. Yes. So it's the same thing. And here's the thing: there will be times 
where no. he messes up. Oh, I saw it already preseason. Yeah, we're just we doing. We're seeing a little bit. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. When I when I talk about Ederson and I'm annoyed with Ederson, here's there's gonna be times where you're like, damn. De Gea would have saved that, or damn, De Gea wouldn't have made that mistake. Or De- like, there are times because those types of goalkeepers are so confident. The reality is, Ederson could literally play in the midfield. He's that he's that great on the ball. Anana, really, really good on the ball. That, yeah, um, but he's fantastic. He's first fantastic. off, let, let me start by saying this, this is my my tribute to the great David De Gea. Manchester United recently has had a really, really bad um, rep with former greats and yeah. legends at the club. Yeah, yeah. You know, my GOAT, the GOAT himself, Cristiano Ronaldo, was treated terribly. Absolutely terribly. And then you got David De Gea. The way they let him go was absolutely foul. Disgusting. Like you said, has received a lot of criticism over the last few years yeah. for shit that he really can't control when you got Harry Maguire in fucking front of you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. When you got Harry Maguire and you, to me at least, you saw the difference between Onana and De Gea, I want to say, in the preseason yeah. when him and Maguire had that exchange. Yeah, yeah. De Gea would have never done that. Well, De- never. That's a great point because De Gea, in a lot of ways, is a leader. But like you said, there's a lot of different leaders. And he was more the quiet. Yes. Hey, I've been here for a long time. Yes. I know that, you know. Onana and Anana's not playing. Loud, bro. Anana's not playing. He's, He's Draymond loud. Green. He's the Yes. I'm not you feel me? Yep. And I see what Ten Hag is doing, bro. He's he's creating a fucking Well, I mean a gritty team. Sure, but at the same time, Anana played under Ten Hag previously. That's probably why they, they went for him. Yeah, but so. you, you see what I'm saying though? Like just building that, like I knew right in and there, I was like, okay, yeah, we we're gonna be different. Yeah. Um accountability is about to be a thing. That's that's the that's the word, right? Because one yep. Martinez came in. When Casemiro came yep. in, the accountability, the levels, the expectation, everything uh, went up. It went up. And now you see a guy like Rashford, he's got to do a little bit more running. Oh, you bro. See, and he, he needs to, his touch needs to get better. Yeah. Because Onana gave him a couple nice yeah. joints. And this and, guy, yeah, and, I don't even know, bro. And here's the thing. There's going to be mistakes from Onana, but there's also going to be those damn near assists that assists, he gets. Bro. Cause it, cause it, it's so beautiful when you see like Ederson, you know, he makes the pass that no one else sees. I think Anand is the most exciting signing for you. I think the most important signing at the end of the day. I don't think the best signing, but the most important sign is is Hoyland. Hoyland, in my opinion, and I'm just gonna say this. I, I mean, I had a lot of criticism last year about Nunez, but I saw, I saw his strengths, and I understand if Nunez gets better this season. I won't be surprised. I think he was getting better towards the end of last season, and I wasn't surprised. There was a lot of gas on him. This guy, Hoyland, is the only reason you and I know his name, let alone getting signed for Manchester United, it's because he had two hat-tricks for Denmark yeah, in that in that crazy. international break. Let's, let's keep it real. This guy is not worth anywhere near 70 million, was it, euros? He's no, he is nowhere near the quality of a Manchester United striker. He's nowhere near. You are banking on this guy. And here's the thing. You know what's so funny about this? It's just the fact that his name is so close to Holland. It's just so funny, bro. Because this guy is no... The expectations on this guy, I, you have to give him time, Jay. Because he's not, he's not going to do it this season. 
That's that's fear. That's all fear coming from me right now. Fear. Um, it's fear. And I, Hoyland. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why, because I I do see your point. Uh, when I first um heard of the guy, <laughs> it's yesterday. <laughs> I'm looking. First the name, I'm like the fuck. Same name. I'm like, it's like Holland. Yeah. That's a joke, right? It's a joke. And yeah. then I see him. Blonde looks hair, like big. Looks like big, <laughs> the same, like you know, from the same little brother. area, basically. Is it brother? <laughs> I'm like, bro. I'm like, it's a joke. I'm like, are you trying to clone? But then I saw some tape on him. He's a project. He's um, a project. He's a project. So ain't no damn way. Any realis- realistic um, Man United fan, we're not expecting 30 goals. Yeah, you ain't expecting 25. You shouldn't be expecting 20. Realistically, I think this guy, if he gets 10 to 15 goals in the prep in the prim i am so satisfied with that i would agree yeah i am so satisfied because like you said he's here to help us out in terms of scoring goals but he's not going to be the main guy yeah i think that's going to be more people involved hopefully somebody soon we'll see yeah um but right now we see that the market is is crazy you're you're overpaying for players regardless and yeah he he basically he Upped his contract when he had those two hat tricks mm-hmm. with Denmark. Yeah. Um. That for him was like, damn, we, we got another you know yeah. prodigy coming up, and that that's how quickly football moves. Agreed. Agreed. Like I told you before, I hated how you could have one bad game and it's you're the worst fucking right back in the world. Yep. You have five straight games, no one's fucking talking about it. Yep. Two games for him with two hat tricks. I think that was it. He got paid that was money. It. No one knew who he was. And then, yeah, exactly. And here's here's my thing. I mean, Erickson knew who he was. Erickson. Yeah. (laughs) He probably roomed with him. He probably cooked him dinner one night. Like, yeah, they're probably friends. Uh, Like, come on, bro. No, but here's the thing, right? I mean, you you paid 70 million, I believe, euros. Yeah. Do you think you should have went for a more, either either a more experienced striker who you potentially could have got? Uh, maybe Latoro Martinez or someone like that. I mean, you know, I always wanted uh, Dusan. Dusan would be another one. I'm pretty sure. You'd I mean, he's been on the market, price. bro. Uh, you you would have been. I think you would have been able to get him for around that price, bro. I I don't know. Because Juventus are they, they need money and they're trying to sell. So they're trying to sell, they probably yeah. want Lukaku, but you know, yeah. true. The other guy, um, who I think you guys probably should have went for, and I think he's gonna be incredible. Incredible this season for Brighton is Evan Ferguson. Ooh. Bro. You think he so? He is next up. Bro, he does everything perfect. He's like, how old is he? Bro, he's, oh my God. That player right there, if you guys got him, now we're talking about fear, Jay. Because he he's almost, he's almost a, a fully complete number nine. He has the movement of like a Wayne Rooney, but he's like significantly larger than him. It makes no sense. His finishing is fantastic. His instinct is fantastic. I believe that Evan Ferguson, if he starts every game or most games for Brighton, he's he might get he might get 18, 20 goals a season. And I, I and here's my thing. How much would you get for uh how much do you have to pay for him? 80 mil, 90 mil? I think you should have just went for him, to be honest with you. I think this Hoyland thing, man, I, I I really don't know, bro. I really don't know. I, I feel good about it because, like like I said, I don't think we're done. Ten Hag has already shown. I mean, it's not him, but it is him. Because yeah. he, he, he saw what he saw last season. Yeah. And it's crazy because when I when I tell you guys, 
I feel like this guy's been watching the podcast. He's been, you know, tuning in. I know you are, Eric. I know you are. Because you did every single thing, essentially, that I wanted you to do. Yeah. I told you about Fred. The dude single-handedly cost us some shit last season. Like, no no cap. Terrible. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not the biggest problem, but yes. Right, but he, he played a key part. Yeah. McGuire, he, he's on his way out. He's the worst. He's the worst, and, and they, they trying their best to, to do it in a nice way. They stripped him of the captaincy. He releases a statement saying how he's so proud and he for wore what? For what? You didn't do a damn thing for us. It was absolute like this, this is it's PR. It's crap. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're getting rid of him slowly but surely. Thirty mil, whatever it is from West Ham, take him. Like man, shouldn't even be worth that much, honestly. But it's English tax. We get it. Yep. Um, De Gea, unfortunately, his time was up. His time was up, and and I only say this because he had too many moments last season where it was like we are questioning you, mm-hmm. and. You don't really seem, you know, confident. Yep. You're a weak link. We got to get rid of you. Too many weak goals. You got to go. So he brings in Onana. Um, Mason Mount is a gamble. Erickson wasn't getting it done all season. You bring in another midfielder. Who's young. Yeah. Work great. He's going to work. Can we talk about him real quick? Because yeah, 100%. Sure. I think I think Hoyland needs to perform 10, 15 goals for the Prem. Yeah. I do not see... Mason Mount doing anything this season, man. I'm sorry. I, I I truly think this guy needs, honestly, a different league. Bro, go to La Liga. Go to Bundesliga. You can go to Serie A, bro. I, 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 I don't think he can do it. I don't even think it's that. I think what low-key messed him up. And, you know, me and Mason Mount have, we got, we got beef now. Uh, <laughs> I, you guys know how I feel about Mason Mount. Don't hate him. I've always thought he's overrated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's price tag, all that good shit. And I also think that he's a victim of kind of like he's he's obviously better than this player, but it's I, I say it's the Scott McTominay um, syndrome. Okay, it's a player at a club that he shouldn't be at. Yeah, at that level. Yeah. So I think if Mason Mount goes to Everton, a Brighton, oh, it'd be great. He'd be fucking amazing. It'd be great. They would think he's the next up, but he cannot perform to the standards in a level at a Chelsea or at a Man United consistently. Well, the, I just don't think he's that player like that. Well, the the issue is... Like, to be like the man, you know? I agree, but, right. I mean, apparently he was Chelsea's, like, best player. Uh, That's what they all say. But, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I think he's done a lot in his career, to be honest with you. Like, a pretty young career. He's done quite a bit. But, yeah, I just... I don't think he's that guy. Like, who's for example, who would you rather have, him or Madison? Madison. No, and, it, and the reality is, it's no question. Yeah, it's not even a question. So why did, hell, so why did they go for Mount? And, that's, and, and, it's so and, weird. and that's crazy because Madison was kind of on the market a little 40, bit. 40 million. Um, also, uh, James Ward Prowse, another one, was on the market for a he's, little bit. He's still, where is he now? He still hasn't he moved. To, uh, I still don't think he's moved. Is he at West Ham? No. No, no, no. So he just got picked up by somebody. He didn't? Okay. I haven't seen um, his name once. But... Yeah, there there are some names out there that I, I thought we were gonna go for. Amrabat's gonna be the new one that maybe comes in, but it does it, he seems like a so so. I think he is. He's a Casemiro. Essentially, backup. I know Fred leaving was gonna open door for either him coming in. Yes, I think he is coming in for Fred because then Pavar is supposed to be coming in for Maguire, possibly for Maguire. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing: you get Pavard. I think it's just a nice. Like when I think about Pavard at this point, and by the way, he's. Only like 27. He's 27. 
But I mean that that's just another guy you can put in on an FA Cup game, a Carabao Cup game, a Champions League game. Like it's just that's really good, really good depth. Have you heard of this uh, Todibo guy? Or? Never heard of yeah, him. Yeah, I've I mean, only I mean, heard about it recently. To be honest with y'all, yeah, I heard like names been. Well, the around. issue is you guys should have got Kim and Jay. I mean, yes. bro, that's oh, such well, an he, easy he deal. Us, I'm pretty sure, didn't he? What's that? I think he uh, denied us. No, you guys could have got him. So basically, from my understanding, you guys waited so long to get a deal done where all you had to do was trigger the release clause. You know, it's like a 40 million release clause. It's nothing for a guy of that quality. And they just didn't do it. Well, we couldn't. And I'll tell you the reason why they didn't do it. But the reason they didn't do it is because McGuire didn't leave yet. That's the reason they didn't do it. He is postponing a lot of stuff right now. So I think we just need to clear this shit up. Get him out. Yeah. Like, I think he's even agreed to the personal terms with West Ham. Um, yeah, I think essentially what United is doing is just looking for his replacement. And it's like anybody fucking better than Harry Maguire now. <laughs> I mean, no, I think Pavard's the next guy. I think Pavard's the next. Yeah, guy. Yeah, he can play right back. He can play center back. Yeah, which is something that we need. Um, you know, love Dallo, love Aaron Wan Basaka, but like we need some depth in Agreed. the backfield. Period. Agreed. Hundred um, percent. Luke Shaw already shown uh, last season that he's able to play center back. Yep. Even did it better than Harry yeah. Maguire, in my opinion. Hundred percent. Um, so yeah, I, I think we're we're building a, a nice foundation. Well, you guys have over the last season probably going to Amor this Bat next season. Be, I oh think, yeah, I agree. I if, agree. If we get him, because like Casemiro, he's thirty, thirty-one. We saw last season he's, he's not going to be able to play every single game. He's not. We need somebody else that can control that midfield. Amorbat's the guy. And here's the thing: he's not going to control it in the way that Casemiro does. But, but he, he defensively, he will get it done. Bro, what he was doing with uh, Morocco in the World Cup. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Like, the dude, that's where he kind of made his name known that's right. for real. A lot of the Moroccans, you know, a lot of them went, uh, a lot of them showcased. They really did. They, they were nice, bro. So, and he, he's, he's tall and big, you know. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I hate about Fred was Ten Hag tried to put, play him at, you know, defensive mid sometimes. And the dude was fucking 5'8". The issue was, 150. Like, yeah, like. Sometimes just not physical enough, right? Yeah. And, and that's why they like Matomine, because like, okay, he's big, he's physical, even though he's terrible. Which, are, which is why I think he's staying. Um, yeah. that, that was the one that Eric didn't do. Um, Mick Trash, I wanted him gone. Yeah. But I, I do think he will benefit from having the, the, the cream of the crop of the players we have right now. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not like last season. So he won't be playing as much. And he seems happy not to play that much. He seems happy, right? He like, needs to play against Wrexham. That 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 is his competition. Don't we got like the that. terrible cup. That's that's what he's doing. But he's not yeah. playing against Chelsea yeah, yeah. And, and Liverpool. And Fuck no. And Madrid. Not, yeah, yeah, he's not doing that. Um, but I, I love the direction we're headed in right now, bro. Can, can we talk about, you know, we haven't even mentioned them yet, which is Arsenal. At the end of the day, Arsenal has spent the most money so far in the summer. Fucking bomb. But hold on, hold on, hold on. They obviously got second last season. The manager... It seems like he's being backed, right? Just because they spent all this money, $105 million on Rice, $65 million on Havertz, $40 million on Timber. Yeah. Does that really mean... Are they Have they really moved a needle there? Or, or are we just like, yo, they spent a lot of money, but they're just not really... They're not no. going to do much. Arsenal will never move any needle until they win something. They, well, I mean, they, I mean, um, so I'm saying, do you think Rice, Timber, Havertz can get them there? None of that shit means a damn thing. Like, I, I think the Havertz pickup was really good. Really? I, I do. I do. I, we kind of disagree on this. I 65 mean, you, mil for Havertz? You, you posted it. You were like, what the fuck? You're tweaking. I think he's like, bro, 
people don't realize Kai Hobbers, in my opinion, was the best player at Chelsea when he was there. He was the best player at Chelsea. Um, what? It, what? What? I mean, who, who are you going to choose? Mason okay. Mount? Hold on, hold on. Mason? First off, first off, Reese James done. Discussion over. You're saying he's the best player? Reese James? Their, their, their captain, Reese James, was the best player at Chelsea. Guaranteed. Last, I mean, he was injured a lot last season, but yeah. he's the best player in that team, no question. No question. And here's the thing. I mean, Reese is nice. I'm, I'm not hating on the guy. Bro. But ha- when, when when a right back is your best player. That's the problem. And that's why they sucked. That's <laughs> why they sucked. Like, Damn, what the fuck? That's why they sucked. <laughs> that's kind of tough. I Listen, mean, okay, okay. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, but the idea, here's here's my here's my issue. One, Havertz was playing as a striker last season. It doesn't look like he's going to be doing that this season. Right. That's something you can look at as, okay, that's a plus. However... He's a very lackadaisical player. I feel like he has no sense of urgency. And in the midfield, I think you need that. I, why would you, if you're Arsenal, why would you get pay $65 million for Havertz to play in the midfield when you could have just got Madison for 40 i I'm trying to understand. And I, what I think it is, Havertz is a very versatile player. He can yeah. play in, in the midfield. He can play like Wing. right behind a striker. He can play as a striker. He can even play wide. Yep. I think that's what they got him for. Pure utility. $65 million for a utility player, though, is ridiculous. Well, I, I just think they're copying, copying the whole, you know, Man City and Pep thing, bro. I think so. We're, we're going to buy players, stock up, yeah. just in case we got to switch yeah, yeah. shit out. So that's why I say I think this was a good buy because he was leaving Chelsea, period. Where's he going to go to? Well, he was going to go to Real Madrid. But then, again, Arsenal came in and said $65 million. Yeah. Crazy. But essentially, I, I, I think they fumbled it back when I said they, they didn't win any title last year. Yeah. 100%. They fumbled. They fumbled. So, you know, I watched them, and it's just like the same shit I saw last season. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah. Probably the most fun in the Premier League, right? But I know it's not going to be sustainable long term. Yeah. I just don't feel it. Um, They don't have enough yet which is crazy because they have a lot because they have a lot and they spent the most in the last two seasons but they don't there's something still missing with this team and i think they're so premature bro i, th- I think it's just a i think it's just a striker that you can rely on at the end of the day jesus not only injured a lot last season but That's missed a lot of, of chances yeah bro I, and, I, I love i love jesus i think he's a really good player but he's he's not an out and out number nine he's not exactly. we've seen we've seen too many periods in his career where he has not scored enough goals i'll i'll go back to it he scored zero goals in the World Cup starting every single game. He then goes, and Aguero's out, either injured or he's left. You have the entire world at your feet, and you somehow fumble that bag. Now you go to Arsenal, played great at the start, injured, came back, missed a bunch of chances. I don't know, man. I think an Ivan Tony. here's the thing. You pay 40, 40 mil for Ivan Tony now. He gets to start playing in January. That's when you need him. You don't need him now. You got players. You're excited. You're energetic. You're a young team. I agree. You need a guy like that January and onward. I think it's the easiest deal to do. I, f- I feel like... I think Arsenal wants to prove a point. Like, Are, are they trying to show that they don't need a traditional number nine to win a Premier League? I think I think what they're doing is like they're they're banking on Eddie and Ketia, which is in my I'm sure he scored, but come that on. is absolutely crazy. Isn't that crazy? That is absolutely crazy. If they if they were if they're relying on that guy to be their focal point to lead them to the promised land, you are that's you have Holland, you have Holland, and if you get if he gets injured, 
We have Alvarez. And you guys have Eddie and Katie as your backup. That's your backup. And here's the thing with Arsenal. Here's the problem with Arsenal, right? Okay, Jesus gets injured. Eddie, Martinelli can play in the middle. Trossard can play. There's Havertz can play in the middle. Yep. There's too many okay options. You need a definitive out-and-out striker, and they don't have it. Evan Ferguson, Ivan Tony, either one of those deals you try and get done, nothing else. Out and out number nine, especially in today's... What What does Declan Rice do for them? Well, to be fair, okay, to be fair, one of the issues that Arsenal had last season was lack of mobility in the midfield. Declan Rice is perfect. He's the perfect solution for that. I'll be honest, he's the perfect solution. The only reason we're like questioning if Declan Rice is good enough or anything, it's because of the 105 mil. That's ridiculous. Right. He's nowhere near. He's a right. 60 million pound player. Probably max. But the English tax and the fact that a lot of teams may be interested, there's a lot riding on the shoulders. And I think, that, you know, when I look at the three signings that they've made, now four with Raya, fantastic signing, by yeah. the way, loan with an option to buy, fantastic yeah. signing. Look at those four. Timber is going to be a beast regardless. Yeah, facts. Raya, at the very worst, he's your backup goalkeeper. You look at Havertz, you look at Rice, there's a lot weighing on those guys. There's a lot on their shoulders, and there's a lot of expectation, especially because they spent so much on them. So who, who has more pressure, Havertz or Declan Rice? The reason is Declan Rice is very simple. Ooh. We can look at price tag, right? And we can say that. But at the end of the day, I highly doubt there's any Arsenal fan that's like looking at that Havertz deal like, oh, yeah, he was the guy we needed. There's no expectation with Havertz because we didn't think he was very good at Chelsea. And now he's here. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not He's not going to – here's the thing. If Havertz plays well, it's a bonus, in my opinion. If, like, if Havertz plays well, it's a bonus. You also got to think about this. Should Havertz even be starting, that midfield should be Partey, Rice, Odegaard. That's what the midfield should be. Yeah. But what they what do they do uh, against uh, Nottingham Forest, was it? They played Partey as like a right-back hybrid midfielder so they could put Havertz in. Are they going to start Havertz every game? That would be ridiculous. Because Partey, Rice, that's a midfield I can, I can get with. Odegaard, in the, you know, just in front. I think that's beautiful. But Havertz, I think he messes all of it up. All of it. Damn. That, so is that your uh, flop of the transfer market? I, I can barely consider it a flop because 65 mil, who would pay that? That's ridiculous. I think the flop of this, I, I mean, okay. Mount's going to be more of a flop because the reality is there's more expectation on 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 Mount, and I don't think he's going to play very well. I think I think Erickson might win his place back. To be honest, I'm, with you. I'm trying to think what would be the best scenario for Mason Mount this season. How many goals does he bang in? I mean, six goals, six goals, five assists, six seven assists. Yeah, like something clean that like would be, that would be nice. And that's Premier League only, by the way. Right, right. Just the Premier. If he gave me that. I would be happy. You know, obviously, a midfielder is more than just their goals and assists, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I, we do need someone to, you know. You need someone that can run next to Casemiro. Yeah. And that's what Mason Mount's there for. Yep. That's why he's probably there instead of uh, Madison. Because Madison, although I've seen him put in a lot of work, the reality is he's Mason Mount is a runner. He's a He will run for 90 minutes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, there's so many other signings. I mean, I know that guy Sabazlai from... Uh, on Liverpool, he was for a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. McAllister was probably best deal in the summer. 
thirty something million for, in my opinion, a top six midfielder in the league, probably. Yeah. Solid. Uh, I mean, Newcastle, Livermento, Harvey Barnes. Yeah, they made some great moves. And they, they won five one. Uh, kind of. Dude, I tell you, notice what I tell you about Isak, bro. Incredible. He's yeah. nuts. Yeah. He's nuts. I, it, and he, he didn't even really have a full season last last one. He was hurt. And, he a little bit hurt. And here's the thing, bro. You, sure, Isak's hurt. You bring in Callum Wilson. Wilson. Score a goal as well. Come let, on. Let me get one. Bro, that team is that team. the sky's the limit. And they just got Tonali who scored on his debut. I mean, do, so my, my thing is, I, I think, like, on paper. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about top four and. Uh, who's going to win predictions? I, I think we'll get that done. Oh, in yeah, second. We'll, we'll get yeah, that. We'll get to that. Um, but my thing with Newcastle is on paper, like phenomenal team, right? Yeah. But I think, especially when you you want to compete, having a manager that's solidified is very, very crucial. And while Eddie Howe was good and he did a great job at Bournemouth. Then yeah. came over to Newcastle. Yeah, it's Eddie Howe. Hold on, hold on. Let's not disrespect though, because we probably would have been saying the same thing years ago when Pochettino went from Southampton to Tottenham. Okay, okay. So the idea is, can okay. he become solidified with this team? Can he build it up to be a Tottenham? Pop? And the reality is, I think he's already overperformed massively, massively, and now he's just got a couple more players in. So, yeah, I think it's on him this season now. Like. We saw what you could do when the pressure was yeah. kind of off. Yeah. Now the pressure's off. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, here's got, the thing. You got what you need. Yeah. You got what you need. Yeah. Now it's like, show me. Um, exactly. You know, they were in a final against us, you know? And here's the thing. Sure, they lost a final. They got to a final. They got to a final. Newcastle were, dude, Newcastle were so bad Arsenal. before. Huh? They got further than Arsenal, Arsenal right? <laughs> I mean, they get to a final. Hey, listen, we have to, throw, we have to but... throw shots at them. <laughs> I agree, though. A lot of people were saying, yo. Newcastle technically had a better season than Arsenal. Yes. I kind of agree. Yeah. I kind of agree. Like, okay, you got second instead of third. Who cares? Who cares? These guys got to a final. You can even look at West Ham. They won a trophy last season. Like, like winning trophies matters, right? Getting to finals matters. They matter. So, they 100% matter. Um, so talk to me. I mean, I mean, we're both gassing up Newcastle. Talk to me. Top four. Top four. Reel it off right now. Let's see if we're in agreement here. <clears throat> Okay, let, let's let's try and do this together. Actually, so I think we're sticking with Man City in, in top four. That'd be crazy if they got if they no, they're getting top four. Oh, you asking me? Yeah, Man City top four. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Liverpool top four. Yes. Arsenal top four. No. Arsenal not top four. No. Okay, okay, okay. Newcastle top four. It's just tough, bro, because there's two teams. You're still thinking about Chelsea and Tottenham. <laughs> no, no, no. I, and, I, I know. I haven't asked you yet. I haven't asked you yet. Okay, okay, okay. I haven't asked you It's definitely not Chelsea. I mean, it's, not, it's definitely not Tottenham. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, Chelsea I'm thinking about, and then... Uh, Manchester United. Yeah, United. I, I Man think, City, I think Liverpool... No, no order, no order. Oh, no, 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 no order. order. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, Man City, Liverpool, United. Is United solidified for you? Yes. Like, they're solidified? Oh, oh, yeah. I got you. Watch this. And then four, I'm going to go. 
I'm gonna go Chelsea. I think I think Poach gets that that that, that fourth spot and they get back in the Champions. You're League, telling baby. me. I think so. That Newcastle and Arsenal are not gonna get top four. I think Newcastle's gonna get fifth. They're gonna be close. They're gonna be right there. Arsenal gets sixth. I think they have a bad season. Arteta's fired then. Arteta's gone. I think they're having a bad season. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not six, but they're not. I don't think they're getting top four. They might get fifth. Like they're gonna be right there. They're gonna lose out. J J J. I'm telling wow. you. Wow. Okay. 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 So we're, we agree on City. We agree on Liverpool. And why do we agree on Liverpool? Is it just because they stocked up? They they well, cleared out the old midfield. They got the new. Midfield? So uh, Liverpool. I mean, for me, you kind of saw like even though they had a bad season last season, they almost got top four. Still, almost got top. They they, they figured it out towards the end. It was just too late. Yeah. And then. You know, you give these young players more experience and more time, you clearly yeah. see they're getting better. Cody Gakpo is um, going to be interesting. Nunez yes. is obviously going to be better. Yes. And then it's, it's Klopp, bro. Like, yeah. Klopp is a mastermind. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm always kind of, maybe it's not biased, but Klopp has shown me a lot. Yeah, he's, he's got money in the bank. Right. Yeah. Um, And then Man City's Man City. I don't think you guys are going anywhere, right? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm, I'll be honest, and I'm not saying this because... <laughs> I'll be honest. Okay, okay, okay. Let me just say it. Let me just say it. Let me just say it. Last season, I thought Eric Ten Hag was working miracles. I think he's working. And by the way, while he showed mistakes, I think he's still going to try and work miracles this season. I don't think Ten Hag is going to get worse as a manager. I just think the one issue that you guys had was a striker. And you guys relied very heavily on that back four to win you games. Right? Yeah. We can talk about De Gea. De Gea, if I'm not mistaken, had the most clean sheets last season. He did, yeah. And a lot of that, obviously, is not because of De Gea. It's because of that back four. That back four, along with Casemiro, is incredible. Yep. However, the league has got better. Those top teams have got better. And you're going to need to score more goals. And I do not think you've addressed that, that problem. As a result, Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Newcastle. That's hilarious. That's my four. And I'm that sorry. I don't, that's hold more blasphemous than my, my statement. How is that crazy? How is that crazy? If if that happens, Ten Hag is getting fired. He's getting sacked. That, that's the standard at Man United. You cannot go to Champions League and lose out and not like that. That yeah. would be so backwards. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. So some here's here's this is why the Premier League's the best because somebody has to lose. We haven't talked. Chelsea aren't going to get in. Tottenham aren't going to get in. Brighton aren't going to get in. So who, like, there's five teams, in my opinion. I mean, I don't I, I don't see Arsenal not making it. I don't. I, I don't, bro. So they, 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 hold, hold on. At the end of the day, I've just talked crap about Havertz and Rice, but the reality is they've upgraded. They've upgraded. My opinion, if Arsenal sees City, they're getting smacked. Agreed. If Arsenal sees Liverpool, I think they're losing that battle as well. I think it's going to be a good game, but yeah. If Arsenal sees us, I think they're losing that game as well. I don't think so. Chelsea is the one where they it can go back and forth. Okay. But I'm I'm leaning more towards Chelsea, bro. I really am. But don't you, I, I think don't they're going to lock the, up that um, Arsenal But don't offense. you think the progress... I agree. I agree. But don't you think the progress from last season... Like, you can't tell me the momentum from Arsenal. I mean, bro. They went fifth... Eighth, eighth, fifth, now second. I think they're going to stay around top four, no question. I actually, I actually think they're like almost more guaranteed than Liverpool. Now I think about it, I don't think they'll finish above Liverpool, but I think they're almost more guaranteed just because they know how to win at this point. Not not win big trophies, but win games. They don't. That's the thing. They're young. No, no, no. But but again, they're young but with experience. Like that's the whole. That's that's what last season was. 
and, they, and now add to that. get their feet wet, and now it's. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But if they lost Thomas Partey, I would probably be more inclined to put Man U ahead. But if if or if Arteta does it right, because Timber is a fantastic signing. If Zinchenko coming back from injury, if Arteta does it right, it's going to be Partey, Rice, Odegaard. I don't think you can name a too many better midfields and midfield three uh, trios in that. I don't think you can. It's going to be tough, bro. Well, and I mean, again, I'll, we're not even talking about Chelsea. Let me. I'll give you my my top four. This is it right here. You said it. You you changing it, huh? No, I, I didn't give my top four like the rankings. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So okay, who's winning the league? Now let me start at the bottom first. Okay, yeah. fair enough. A little a little suspense. Yeah. Okay. So at number four, I have Chelsea. I think they get together. That will be a miracle for them. I don't see a it. A miracle of a season. If they did that, oh my god. You won't hear it. So you're admitting that that's kind of the wild card. Yeah, yeah. I I think they're just doing the right things. Um, Sold some players, got a lot of money in return. Yeah, probably gonna get Moises. He's coming over. Oh yeah, he's coming. He's coming. They're 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 moving in the right direction. Midfield too is gonna be nuts. Exactly, moving in the right direction. I I just think they're gonna like I trust Poach. I do. Um, They're gonna be better than last season for sure. But I mean, top four. Okay, keep going. Right at number three, I have Liverpool. I think they're going to be making noise throughout the season, but you know they're still a piece away from, from winning it all. I would agree. I think they're going to get Lavia uh, for fifty million, so that he's going to be the next piece, and then from okay. that, I think yes, probably one more piece away. Right at number two, I have Man City. I think you guys are going to be right there with us, obviously competing the whole way. But at number one, I got Manchester United, baby. We getting that title back. I believe it's been about 10 years, 10 plus years since we last won a Prem title. History works in crazy, crazy ways. We are changing the dynamic of the team. We are getting rid of Wink Links, Harry Maguire, hopefully. Fred's gone. Sorry, hey, I love you, but you had to go. Okay, so... We were thinking, okay, is Manchester United going to get top four? You honestly, I'm not not talking about this as a supporter. You honestly have them winning the league next I do. Season, this season. I do. For how? How? So hear me out. I, I explained to you beforehand. You're so worried about the lack of goals that we're Yes, not, we're, we're the most important we're thing in football. Yes. Have, right, right. I'm trying to tell you this season, it's going to be. Something done by committee. So I don't think we're done by getting um, all our players, honestly. I think there are still more to come, right? But just like you described that that back four we have that was so supreme last season, you're about to see it times 10 now with a fucking, in my opinion, last season, the best goalkeeper in the world. The best goalkeeper. He showed it. Oh. Oh, no, no. Last season. Anana's the best goalkeeper in the world? Last season. He wasn't. I mean, I don't know, but that's that's a big statement, bro. He put that team on his back. I think if he was the best team in the world, I think sorry, I, th- I think he was the best goalkeeper in the world. I think more teams would have went for him in the summer. I don't think he's the. I think he's listen. He's one of the most exciting, bro. That performance he put on against City. I, I'm final. gonna remember this. I'm gonna remember this for like no, episode, episode like eighty, bro. You can be like, I oh, know that sucks. He's the worst. I hate him. He's an idiot. He, he was the best goalkeeper last season. Not not saying okay, okay, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like last five years, three years, just last season play. He was the best. We got that. 
We put him in our back. He's our leader now. I'm down. Right? I'm down if you say one of the best. The best? I don't. I haven't looked at the kill. I mean, Courtois is a big. Well, he's, yeah, big Courtois is always up there. Um, yeah. Shouts to him. I know he's kind of hurt right now. But yeah, okay. Fair. Fair. Um, I'm down. I'm down. Right? I'm down. Changing that. And then, you know, we got our striker. We'll see what he does, right? Martial is maybe our backup. Damn. I know people are iffy about that. Rashford is, you know, I think Rashford is going to play a lot down the middle. I think he's going to play, a, and here's the thing: it's a big season for him too. Let's let's see how he responds to that that amazing season he had last one. I right? think it's a big season for Garnacho because I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a lot of Hoyland off the bench. You're going to see uh, Rashford on the on in the middle, which again I think it's a terrible, terrible option in my opinion. And you're going to see Garnacho on the left, and Garnacho is going to be playing a lot of minutes because the manager now trusts him. That's the player. If he turns from good young player to one of the best wingers in the league, now hands are up. Now there's a chance that, th- that you guys win the league. But that's that's about it. So I agree. And that, that's kind of my point. This is going to be something done by committee. Yeah. So if he steps up and takes that next level, which a lot of people are expecting him to, right? Yep. And Sancho has a great season. Oh, that's a big if, Jay. That's a big if. See, I'm down. My I'm d- guy was the best player in the pre- preseason playing false nine. Something Tin Hag was trying to do. But he's not going to play that in the season, Jay. Well, if, if... He's not going to, Jay. He's not bro? going to. All right. Okay. He's not All right. Okay. I look, I, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not <laughs> he's not going to play false nine. Are you, <laughs> if Sancho's playing false nine for you guys tomorrow, oh my God. <laughs> you guys are chalked. You guys are done. But we need players to up their play. Yeah. Anthony's another one as well. Huge yeah. season for him. If he steps up and gives us goals, well, right? Well, he gave you goals last season. He did, but, sure. not, but not to that extent. Yeah. We, we need something more. You, you know what I mean? Agreed. Um, and then, who knows if he even plays this season if it happens. But let's talk about the elephant in the room. We are in dire need of goals. We have a young boy who's been going through yeah. it for the past couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. That's but he can point. give us goals. Mason Greenwood. Yeah. Something done by committee. We're moving in the right direction, bro. And it's going to be tough for teams. You're playing us. You're coming to Old Trafford. And it's going to be, I'm telling you, 1-0 games. 1-1. And So here we agree. Here we agree, right? Because, and by the way, I, I know we're not talking about it. I think Bruno Fernandez is going to have a much better season this yeah, season. Simply will. because a lot there's a lot more help in there. Um, especially in terms of legs. Because at the end of the day, Bruno Fernandez is great when he's comfortable. When he's uncomfortable, he looks like one of the worst players. Everyone's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, everybody's a cop, including the fans. We're like, yo, what what is going on? Okay, so let's talk about this Greenwood thing, right? Because, I mean, even, let's say he was to come back and maybe start playing around October, November. You're still banking. Again, you're banking on a guy who hasn't played football in like two years, you know, or at least a year and a half. I Great talent, but that's rough. The question is, does he come back and play for Manchester United? I think there's way too many politics involved for him to be an option. To say. It's pretty clear to me that Ten Hag wants him back. I don't care what anyone says. He, he obviously hasn't said it publicly. He it's does. pretty clear that Ten Hag's like, yeah, I want him on my team. Yep. Or at the very least, I want him to, to see. I want to see where his fitness is at and then go from there. Because he's a great asset for you guys. For all the people that are talking about, yo, we should never play for Manchester United again. First off, I understand. Um, I completely understand the viewpoint. The only issue is you think that's punishing him. And the reality is he's going to play football this season regardless. He's going to play for somebody 
regardless. It might as well just be you guys. You know what I mean? It like he's he's going to play. I mean, am I am I wrong here? Like he might as he you might as well say, listen, what he did, and not even allegedly, from what we've seen, disgraceful, despicable. Right. But it also depends on the PR, right? Because if Mason Greenwood comes out and and hits us with the fucking most incredible, you know, most incredible PR stunt of all time. Hey, I was wrong. So, I own up to it. I apologize to anyone. I, I think over time, people are going to start accepting him. That's already in the works. Uh, yep. I don't know yep. if you've been peeping, you know, social media and everything, but um, for the past three weeks now, um, well, we were we know him prior to that because initially it was said we would get a solid conclusion on the Mason Greenwood situation after yep. the season ended. Yep. And during this whole time, we don't know where it's coming from, but information about Mason Greenwood and the club has just been thrown out. And this this is what I think it is personally. I think the club's trying to get read the room type of vibe. Yep. So it's, I think it's what a lot of companies do. They throw out shit to see what the the public how they're gonna react. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, throw, it's bait. It's, it's bait. bait. Um, you've seen things like I want to say Adidas and United renewed their deal. Yeah, and it was thrown out that Adidas had like, a conversation about Greenwood. Yep. And then immediately after that, he was added back to mm-hmm. something. Yep. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. And then pictures were released of Greenwood training with a former Man United, um, I believe employee okay or coach or assistant and while he's there you see a video of him doing his drills yeah and then you also see his father and i think this plays a huge part a white man a white man and then mason greenwood's son on a pitch with him as well while he's playing football oh god here we go you so, it's the PR. so it's the menu pr 100 percent. okay because um there's speculation out that there's already an interview getting yeah. ready that's going to be released by Mason Greenwood and Man United explaining the situation. Well, let's be honest here. Okay. Uh, I'm not changing subjects here, but Benjamin Manny just got cleared of all charges. Yes. And then boom, we never hear about him again. He, go, he goes to a team in France. Yes. Done. No announcements, no crazy big hoopla and PR. It's just he's gone. If Mason Greenwood was going to be let go by Manchester United or even even go on loan we wouldn't be having this oh there's an announcement there's an there's an announcement because they want him back yes you're that is the reality and you're 100 right they're throwing they're throwing out the bait and they're and they're looking to see okay what, what's the ratio here how many people want him back how many people yep. don't want him back you're 100 correct and i think that's the for i think that's the worst way to go really if you're if you're leadership that's the you need to be clear and confident with your decision. This is not what the public not, not, Oh, well, about 65% of the people want him back, about 35%. No, yeah. screw that. What do you feel is right? Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you're confident in your decision and you can deliver that message properly to your fan base, not everyone's going to get on board, but a lot of them will. Right. And and the crazy part is they've, they've been, like I said, they've been releasing, I know it's the club. Yeah. Because it came out, the group. The players themselves apparently want him back. Want him back. They said he's still cool with some academy yeah. players. They think he's going to come back more mature. Like the situation has really affected him. None of this would happen if they were just going to let him go. Exactly. So we're gearing up for this guy probably to come back. And yeah. I think 
the Mendy situation plays a huge part. Yeah. Because we live in this era now where it's like you have to be held accountable for the things that you did to these people. So both individuals are not guilty in terms of the law. In terms of the law. In terms of the law. Mindy Which, by is, the way, is all these clubs should care about. Yes, exactly. We're, we're, we're not morally trying to figure out what's this. and yeah. No. Yeah. It's black and white. Because here's the thing. If he was guilty, if they were guilty by the law, we throw we throw tomatoes at him. Yes. You know, so what happens if they're not? This, if they this, are innocent. This guy, Mindy, lost, what, two, three years of his career? And he's and still he trying hot. to get his money back. Still trying to get his money back, too. And, bro, like, like when we say career... He's gone. Like he went from Manchester City starting left back yes. to playing for some team in France. Yes, crazy. All because of a legally yes. lies. Yes, severe lies. So, I mean, you know, I think they some people maybe they put themselves in these situations. And we we can talk about it all the you know all day, but like, listen, we, man, we, we, I, I think I think that's you made a great point. This Benjamin Mendy situation might have a a real part to play in the decision making for Manchester United. Like, you know what? We want him back. We're just we're just not confident enough to receive the backlash, and as a result, but here's and this is my issue. Just be confident about it. Hey, he's cleared of our charges. Yep, he's going to play football next season. The question is, do we want to help him become a better person here, or do we just want to throw him somewhere else? That's that's the question. Because if you you could, I I'm pretty sure you can just hey send him on loan to Roma or something like that. Yeah. And he'll be fine. And we don't think about him. We don't talk. But why hasn't that been done already? One, because Mason Greenwood has to agree to do that. And to, and if he hasn't, then, you know, GG. So he, he has some power. Yeah. But two, it's like, yo, they want him back. Ten Hag wants the guy back. Well, they want him back. And I think being an academy player plays a huge part too, bro. As a club, I get it. You know, yeah. people do things and you have to react a certain way. But in this case... By law, he's clear. He's a free man, right? And he's also an academy player that came through the system. Yeah. Who's connected with players, still has friendships with players. You don't lose that. And he can score goals. There's just so many positives in this big-ass negative. So, okay, okay. So, let's let's be honest, though. If you guys got Hoyland and Kane this summer, we wouldn't be talking about oh, this. I mean, if there'd we be, got Hoyland be, and Kane, the title was ours. And, and no, 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 not even that. Like, there'd be no green word discussion. Like, let's be honest. The club would have just split. Yeah, we can get rid of him. Yeah. Hundred percent, but just getting Hoyland, who's what twenty years old, something like that, yeah. Project, you know, yeah. That we're in dire need, man. And the thing with Greenwood is, you know, he lost what a year, two years of his playing career, but he's only twenty-two. Yeah, that's yeah. still a young ass player who can, you can work with, you know. Yeah. So there's so much, I think, they see there that they don't want to lose. And yeah. yeah, right now they're playing uh, that that. Really scare card yeah. um, that isn't good because if you're I, not confident in your decision, how I, are we going to be confident? I agree. I mean, listen, let, let's let's be honest here. And this obviously, this obviously is somewhat sensitive topic still. Hundred percent. But you know, let's say the women who play for Manchester United come back from the World Cup, right? From the Women's World Cup. Let's say, hey, we don't want Greenwood back. Period in the story. Okay, now you just don't have him back. Like, there's actually a um, like pension. They just release. I don't know if it's from the Man, Man United women. I saw group. that. I saw that. I There's saw that. Some women's groups mm-hmm. that they were like uh, protesting in front of yep. Old Trafford, and it's basically saying women against violence, no green, Greenwood return, whatever. Which is, by the way, a fair point. Like, it is. This is all. It's all. It's all relevant. 
Yes. It's all up to the club. To, I think both decisions work, but you have to make that decision. Yeah. You got and you got to be true to it. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, teeter and try to please both crowds. Because like, you're not going to. You're not going, you're to. not going to. It's impossible. This is a business, so make a business decision. And here's Either the way. thing. Let's say you do sell them for 10 mil. If that all that 10 mil goes to a charity or organization that deals with domestic abuse, yeah. That's your way that's your way for the best P, that's the best PR you could yep. you could do. It's like, oh, we yeah. But if you're not going to do that, then get them back, get them playing. Call it a day. And and, and let, let's let's be real. Um I love my club, but this club is not perfect. And while we do have something that has said allegedly happened, right, with Mason Greenwood. I can name a few scenarios at Man United where players have been in some trouble. Some trouble. Yeah. Uh, a player right now, currently, which I think is going to play into Greenwood situation as well, and Anthony just got in yeah. trouble for uh, abusing his girlfriend. That'd be interesting. So it's like if you're keeping someone who's abusing, but you get rid. Because, so, yeah. It, yeah, that's why it's, and, it's and crazy. And this is why bro. it's important to be confident about the decision because crazy. then you can say, hey, because here's the thing. When those groups come out and say no Greenwood, put no Greenwood and, and Anthony. Parentheses and Anthony what if you're about here? that. What are we doing here? Yeah. You know what, what are we doing? like people can't be the it judge can't. and execution and all. No, no stop. You can't be, yeah, convenience. You know, you, oh, my, my opinion about this is this based on because it's convenient to me you know yeah so it, 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 listen it's a uh, okay let, 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 let's just put it black and white here does mason greenwood play another game for manchester united does he yeah ever not even just this season but ever yes all right and i and i would agree i would agree i th- again i don't think they would wait this long i think they would just ship him out yeah. if uh if they weren't going to do that so yeah i i, I do think when he does come back, it's going to be a process. He's going to go away. Oh, he's going to get booed every time he touches the ball. He's going to get booed when he scores. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be something tough. But I think they're, the club themselves are going to put him through a process where he's going to go away for about two to three months, whatever, get, train get with some yeah. guy. Like, like he did with Sancho. In mm-hmm. the mountains of blah, blah, blah. Come back mentally ready. Yeah. Physically ready. And then he gets to the team. They support him. Let's yeah. just go, go from there. No, I agree. I agree. All right, Jay. That was a that was a long one for sure, but um, a lot to talk about. Obviously, on the way back. Yeah, you know, obviously, it's great to get the season back. I've watched a lot of football this this weekend, and um, yeah, it, I'm excited, th- man. This this I'm telling you, bro. This season, it's more packed than ever, bro. That top eight is just disgusting. And by the way, that's without a revamped Aston Villa. Yeah, that's without. Still a really good Brentford team. Yeah, that's without Fulham, who have added a couple pieces. Yeah, yeah and and I, I I love the direction that the Prem is going. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but you know they made a new rule. I'm pretty sure this season with the um, time wasting, which I think yeah. is fantastic. It's something I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I they're, get it's part of the game, but like, damn, bro, they're doing the, the World people. Cup thing where they're adding on a lot of extra time. Yes, and. It's a little it's bit tedious. A game now. What's that? This is going to be a longer game, you know? If yeah. you want to waste time, it's going to be 115 minutes. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I think it's a sort of a long-term decision that they're doing now because yeah. it's not going to be – I think players are going to need to adjust, yeah. you know, because oh, I'm the, culture sure. of, the culture of football is time waste and all yes. this crap. That's going to go away in maybe three years, but it's not going to go away right away. Oh, hell no. No, it's still going to be a thing, and people are going to try to be slick yeah. with it, but yeah. – 
it's you're seeing that you have to be held accountable for your yeah. your actions. But there's also the whole issue of like, okay, now the game's gonna be sped up because you know time wasting. You know that slows down the game. It gives people time to rest. Yeah. Players might be like, yo, we feel that extra five minutes of not standing around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. But yeah, uh, overall, the, I think the premise is going in the right direction. Some of the calls today, some of the yellow cards I saw were ridiculous. But I saw, yeah, I saw one with um, Trent. He got a red card for a uh, red, bro. The guy's got, trying to throw in the ball. No, he got a yellow card. Yellow, yellow card. Yellow. Um, trying to throw in the ball. His players aren't moving, so he's looking, and the refs yellow. And I've seen that very delay. quick yellow. I was like, damn, Trent's like, bro, don't know what's fucking, like. What do you want me yeah, to do? Just yeah. give it to the other team. So it's, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's getting a little too quick, but I think that's going to slow down towards the middle of the season. Okay. Because here's the thing. You know, teams need to adjust. Players need to adjust. Referees need to adjust. Facts. The new rules as well. Every, everyone so. does. But all right, Jay. Uh, good talking. A lot of uh, lot, lot of subjects. And, I, you know, probably you could go for another three hours about this. Um, any final words you want to say about your, um, your idol, Fred, leaving the club? Pastor Fred. We we've had a tough one, man. Uh, never been a big fan of you, but I do appreciate what you did for the club in terms of just bringing it every day. Uh, work rate is crazy. Like you knew when Fred was on the pitch, he was going to give his all. Might have True. not been the best in terms of you know uh, quality quality, but no, for Fred, like I can't I can't knock him as a professional. Like he's a professional. Yeah. He did his job. Um, just wasn't to the Standard that I appreciate, man. United. But I wish him the best in Turkey. Yeah. Um, at the biggest club. By, in by the way, he should have went to Fulham. What's going on? That'd have been great to see him at Fulham. But I, yeah, I, I think he's a loyal one. I think he's like, I'm not gonna play in the frame if it's not for Man United. Think so? That'd be crazy. Um. So yeah, I I I, I bid him. You know, we'll bid him farewell. Uh, I'm gonna miss watching Fred play. I'll be honest with you. I'm not watching Turkish League, but I, I'll be I'll be. Uh, Why for the the, the comedy or? Actually, yeah, the comedy. The comedy. <laughs> this is like, so fun. Because he, here's the thing: he either does the best thing of all time or the worst thing of all time. There's no in between. Oh, and before we leave, exit off on this episode, I do want to give a shout out to um, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's going absolutely crazy in the Saudi league right now, scoring goals. If you guys haven't seen, um, we haven't even talked about the Saudi league. It's it's yeah. Benzema, Mane, so many. everyone, Fabinho. Is we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about it sometime. <laughs> Maybe when they do something like special or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, because it, it is something we need to talk about. Yeah, um, we do. They're making kind of some noise, but yeah, bro, the episode, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. You, well, you can uh, you can find this podcast pretty much everywhere. Uh, on video on YouTube at the Best of Rivals Podcast, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcast at the Best of Rivals Podcast. You can also find us on socials: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at the Best of Rivals. Uh, for myself, Jay, who, by the way, thinks that Manchester United are going to win this season. which Absolutely. That is crazy. If you guys saw us last season and then seen what we've done this offseason, the team we have assembled now, it's going to get better as well. Like, everything is just lining up in that direction. Like, Ten Hag is about to shock the world right now. You heard it. Ten Hag going to shock the world. I agree. He's going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> myself and my Jay, we are out. Oh,